0: Let's have a PowerPoint presentation on Be Still and Know That I Am God. <clears throat> I'm going to suppose, rightly or wrongly, that you know where that comes from. It's in Psalm 46. I'm going to pass out the psalm, and we're going to do some work together on it. We're going to try to really get some, get some density out of it. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am Am the Pantocrator. I am God. Christ is God. Be still, and you're going to know that. And we will know it His way. We will know Him as Pantocrator through our own cross, through His cross, through our cross. We will know the mystery of Christ, life and death. That's a cover of a book by Father John Baer that I would suggest you get and read. It's his most recent book. Um, it's really good, but that's uh, it's what it's about. It's a mystery, the mystery of Christ, and we can know him. That's the claim. So Psalm 46, I'd like somebody to come up to this microphone and, and just read it for the tape.
1: Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength. A very presence help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth should change though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea though its waters roar and foam though the mountains tremble with its tumult there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God the holy habitation of the Most High God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God will help her right early. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord. How he has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of Hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge.
0: Thank you for that. By the way, it does take courage to volunteer and come up and do something like that. Another way to say that is it takes courage to dive on the hand grenade and absorb the shrapnel. We get that opportunity regularly through life to do the things we don't want to do. So thank you for diving on that hand grenade, so to speak. I'm going to make a case that we have no choice, according to God's desire, except to be still. Exodus. In short, probably the most important figure, symbol, in the Jewish mentality at Jesus' time was Moses. Most of the great debate among the Pharisees, Sadducees, and the Scribes were always, Moses did this, what are you going to do? It was always Moses, 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 you. That was the arena. And Moses was epitomized in the flight from Egypt, So, so that's central to Christ's spiritual battle at the time, as it was framed by the Israelites, because that's the moment of God's hand in their lives, saving them according to them, and probably according to God. We want to understand a little bit about that, because the Israelites had been in slavery, huge oppression, and finally, through Moses' leadership, left, and after they left, were chased by Pharaoh and his chariots. So the scene is the Red Sea, or Reed Sea if you prefer, and the whole Israel nation, we don't know how many people that are, but I've seen some people say it's in the hundreds of thousands, on the edge of the sea, and they knew when they came to the edge of the water that they could go no farther with their children and animals. That was as far as they could go. And coming down on them were the chariots and all of Pharaoh's horsemen. So they were trapped, and they knew that they were going to be killed. Pharaoh was really angry. So, so we understand the drama, and I would say to you, God Almighty provided that drama for us to understand and the Israelites to understand. That's the drama, slavery, trap. And at that moment, the Israelites said to Moses, what are we going to do? The answer looks pretty clear, you're gonna get butchered. And Moses, under divine inspiration, said to them, the Lord will fight for you You have only to be still. Now, here you are. What do you got to do? Well, let me tell you what you got to do. You be still. Do you know what? The whole rest of the Old Testament is a history of the Israelites' failure to be still. God told them, I'll tell you what I want you to do. You be still. Please. Be still. And they wouldn't do it. And that's the Exodus. That's the most important moment in the Old Testament, according to some. Boom. Exodus 14, 14. Now, again, I'm just going to breeze by this, making a case. But in Isaiah 30, we find the same thing. Now, Moses, 1250 BC. Isaiah is a prophet 600 years later. What do we find in Isaiah? For thus says the Lord God. Now, the Holy One of Israel. When God's name is said twice, it's it's a way of the scribe and God, through inspiration, saying to us, what's coming is really important, so pay attention. This is what the Holy One, the God of Israel, said. And this is what he said, in returning and rest Be still, you shall be saved, in quietness and in trust shall be your strength. It's the same message as was in Exodus. This is what God wants. Couldn't be clearer. And in Isaiah, the response of the Israelites is very clear. You know what the next words are? And you would not. Would not what? You wouldn't rest. You wouldn't be still. You just won't do it. That's all. You won't and you would not. You wouldn't what? And that's the cross. The cross is us to be still. And you won't do it. They wouldn't do it and we won't do it. We just won't do it. And it says in Isaiah continuing, but you said, no, we will speed on our horses or work on our internet and answer our cell phones and Speed on our optic fibers. Therefore, you shall speed away, and we will ride upon swift steeds. Therefore, your pursuers shall be swift. This is a lovely visual of us saying Isaiah, and you would not. Now, I want to make a point here. I live there. I live in the outskirts of New York City. But I'm gonna to say to you that I wish I had a picture of the Alaskan mountains to put there as well because it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's, it's possible, I'm gonna make this point over and over. It's very possible to be still in a crowd. It's very possible to be still there, and it's very possible to be noisy alone or to be noisy in the Eagle River mountains. It's not a question of locale or zip code or environment, it's a question of the heart, and it's a choice. So, when in Isaiah the Israelites said, and we would not, we say we will not by our interior choices, our thoughts. So it is the mystery of Christ, life and death. And I'm claiming our cross is to do what God wants on his terms, namely, be still. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Or we could say that another way. Be still and I will know who I am. And if I'm not still, I may never know who I am by carrying my cross of stillness and knowing him. So that's the um, point I wanted to make. Now, what I'm going to do is pass out Psalm 46 and have us ponder it more and share about it in order to try to get us a little more intense about what the Lord, the Lord's just trying to say this to us. This is his message. And you know what, on one level it's real simple and it's really easy. To let it go, <laughs> let it go. We won't do it. We're too ego driven. We're too thought filled, our own thoughts. And I'll try to talk about that some. So let's take a little, very short break, about seven minutes and we'll come back.